It's a game about smashing people's heads in while jamming to techno music. We're talking about Hotline Miami. Welcome to Breaking Board. What's up, brah? How you doing? Hey, I'm all doing, doing pretty well. How's it going? It's going good, man. Uh, yeah. We are talking today about one of my favorite games, probably of all time, actually. That's how much I love this game and this series. Yeah, I think sometimes like I, I talk about how much games that I love, and you know, I, there's already been like three games that are that are like number one on my list, and um, this time it's your turn. Uh, this you have a you have a huge boner for this game. Yeah, I, I have a massive boner for Hotline Miami. <laughs> um, and yeah, this so, so this game was released in 2012 by Denton Games. Was a, a group of developer uh, developer and artist, just two folks out of Sweden. Uh, and so one of the guys was um, kind of an indie game developer. Had made a bunch of freeware titles. Um, and then started you know initially built a prototype for kind of a top down brutal shooter with very very simple graphics um and kind of then enlisted one of his friends uh dennis whedon and they were just like intrigued by doing this concept and dennis whedon kind of focused on art and then they started denton games and released hotline miami and so uh was probably like i mean i I know indie games were very successful to this point but like i remember there was a lot of buzz around this game because it was just something that hadn't been done before and I, i believe that it was very very successful yeah, I heard a lot about it, um, and I think on, on all the blogs that I that I that I read, you know, they were praising this game and just saying like how innovative and crazy cool it was. You know, it was like inspired by the movie Drive and um, had this really cool aesthetic, kind of an intriguing story, and it was just absolutely just completely brutal. And I, yeah. and I never really, I didn't, I didn't pay a whole lot of attention to it, but it was always on my like periphery. Like I, I knew, I knew it was there and I'm like, I think there's a time where I'm going to play this game. And, um, yeah, I think out of, out of us, I think I played it first, um, because I bought it on, I bought it on a humble bundle. Um, I think, of I think course. there was a couple, there was, a, yeah, I bought a bunch <laughs> of them back in the day. And, um, so there was, I forget what other games that were in the bundle that I wanted, and I just noticed Hotline Miami was in there. I'm like, okay, uh, I've heard about this game because like I, I kept it on my periphery, and like uh, eventually I got to playing it. And so I was playing it with a keyboard and a trackpad. Definitely not <laughs> ideal. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> because I didn't really have the mouse. Uh, or I don't, I don't like hooking up my mouse just cause I find it a pain in the ass. Cause I'm never like on a desk, you know, I just have my laptop and, but I still played it and I, and I kind of enjoyed it, but I, but I found it so difficult. I wasn't sure if it was difficult. Yeah, it's, because... it's, it's definitely really hard, but it's also, I mean, using a trackpad also doesn't help you at all. Yeah. That did, that did not help my situation whatsoever. Uh, so I kind of just let it, I think I got to like level three and then I, uh, I, I didn't really get sucked in and, and you then, so you bought this game on your Vita, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, uh, I was one of the the few um, who purchased a Vita. I think a couple years after it was released. Um, and being a PlayStation Plus member, when I got the Vita, one of the games that was currently available at that time um, for PlayStation Plus was Hotline Miami. So it was just like, fuck it. Obviously, it's it's free, right? So I just downloaded yeah, it, and I just got completely fucking hooked. And um, I just, and it was like, it's a, and that, and the game too. It's the reason it's perfect for the Vita is it's like that being a portable game, it's the perfect game, right? Because the levels are short, you can play it in quick bursts. It's really fun and it's really fast, and so it's mm-hmm. perfect. Um, and I ended up playing the shit out of the game, and it was one of the only games that I have platinum. I have platinumed. Um, um and yeah which is just crazy to me because we were just talking about this and like my percentage is at like 32 percent, and you're mad 100 but i will tell you that you know there's many games where the getting the platinum trophy um feels very 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 tedious and i and i won't lie and i won't say that hotline Miami doesn't have a couple of those things but i think in general most of the things that you need to do to get the, the platinum are actually fun to do 
Um, so I, I would recommend looking at the trophies, and I think you you may enjoy them. But yeah, but I, mean, I, I got it, it on Vita, it, it, and it was it's a fun game awesome. to replay. And like you said, it doesn't it doesn't like take long to yeah. to play the levels. Like I, I was just I was just playing it just to kind of get like a refresher on this game, and you know I already made it like through five levels within like fifteen minutes. Um, yeah, it's <laughs> so definitely it, it short, and it's definitely long. like it's very digestible because especially hotline the original hotline miami right because like some of the levels are really small and that which is mm-hmm. totally intentional it just it lets you just kind of you know get through the game quickly and the other thing i also i like that that uh, you know i think indie games do really well um is that you know as soon as you die in this game you press x and it's like instant restarting you're just going again and you die a lot right so you just <laughs> you you die end up playing time. over and over and over again until you actually make you it are just as vulnerable as the enemies you're killing like if right. you can one hit an enemy they can one hit you right back and it's, it's but you have to kill like 30 of them and they just have to kill one of you so yeah no your odd, the odds are stacked yeah. against you what you have going for you is that you're you're just a lot smarter yeah that's true that's true much smarter so so uh the, one of the interesting things before we kind of get go deeper into like gameplay and story is that this game actually was originally created in game maker um, right. which you and i have been talking about quite a bit these days um so game maker was released by yo-yo games i think in like the early 2000s and was basically it was basically intended to be like software to people to create games that didn't have programming experience right so there was like right. dra- you could drag and drop interfaces um, but it's 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 actually in the last you know fifteen sixteen years it's gotten fairly advanced. Um, yeah, and it it's has gotten its pretty robust. Right? Yeah, it's gotten pretty robust. Has its own programming language. Definitely you know made for two D games, not really made for three D. Um, and so uh, the the Denetton team basically used Game Maker Seven, which which I just kind of recently saw because you know you and I have been using Game Maker a bit. Was released in like two thousand eight. Um, mm-hmm. so it's, it's fairly old and it just shows that at the end of the day, like, especially like the, you know, these guys weren't amazing programmers, right. Um, that right. it's just, it's really all about game feel and what you can do with the tools that you have. Uh, and I just think it's incredibly amazing that these guys were able to basically build this game in game maker. Um, right. I think sometimes like more advanced programmers just kind of want to shit on people who, you know, make yeah. something something like game maker, but yeah. But really, I mean, it, it just doesn't matter about what the tool is. Like, if you can create something that's original and unique and cool and, um, you know, that's well art directed, it doesn't matter what your programming chops are. Like, if you can create yeah. something that's compelling, like, why, like, why not? Like, why? I don't know. I don't understand the people who do that. So, um, like I'm sure some of the best programmers in the world, like, couldn't create something that's as good as this game. Yeah, no. Uh, just because, you know, they might not have the art direction, they might not have the game feel downright, you know, that, that that's an art in itself. Yeah, th- um, that's the biggest thing with this game, dude. I don't, I don't know, I wish I could really do a good job of describing it, but the game feel in Hotline Miami is so fucking awesome. It's so well done. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's really, the, in my opinion, the secret sauce of this game, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's all about uh, it, it, the controls have to be pretty tight. Like, I've, I've had my issues with the controls, but once you kind of wrangle them and, and kind of figure them out, um, you know, they kind of work in your favor. But then it's all about, like, all the split-second reactions and decisions in the moment. You have to, like, improvise and figure yeah. out a plan of attack in each in each level and how you're going to, you know, out, like you say, outsmart because it's not that hard to outsmart these guys. But, you know, because they're, they're kind of dumb, but there's a randomness to <laughs> it. Dumb, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Dumb as hell, but there's a randomness to like their movements and things like that, and you got to kind of like be on the lookout for what they're doing at the time and how you're gonna kind of counter. And uh, there, there's there's a whole level of kind of strategy in that, and it, it just kind of like a micro strategy, right? It's like you know you don't really you can't really plan out your entire uh, run from the beginning. No, it's you kind of it's definitely like you're you're you changing to, things up on the fly, right? Right, right. You have to react because. <clears throat> that little bit of randomness uh mm-hmm. that you have to be prepared for so yep um so yeah i think i think the the gameplay uh it's like the, the objectives are, are always the same right it's like you basically enter this little top-down area that has rooms and has enemies you have melee weapons that you can pick up from enemies sometimes range weapon like like guns and you basically blast the fucking shit out, kill everybody, right? That's always right. the objective is to just destroy everybody in your path. It's extremely bloody, and which makes me think like this game works in two D. And I don't, I don't feel like there was a lot of 
like backlash around the intense, almost grotesque violence of this game. But no, if it was no, if this no, was three D, there wasn't at all. But think about if this was like three D and this was successful, like it, like if this yeah, was three D, like GTA, really realistic graphics, and you're like, yeah, this, this would be all over the news. Half, you're you know cutting heads off, you're stabbing out eyeballs, you're doing all sorts of things <laughs> that like this game kind of alludes to because it, it's not detailed enough for you to really like see what's happening yeah well you, you can get to see it happen but again it's like it's like you, 8-bit it, you, looking you, pixel you art. know what's happening yeah um, but like okay so i was playing i think it was like level three or three or four i don't remember and there's a guy that comes after you you knock him down with a shotgun and then your, your character stands over his body and then just like yeah just his eyes out yes thumbs yeah you know and it's not detailed, but you know exactly what's happening. Yeah, you know exactly um, what's happening, totally. <laughs> and you're like, man, that is that is pretty brutal. Or or there's the part where um, early on, where I think it's in the first level, and you, you beat up the homeless guy and your character just like vomits on the ground because he's like so disgusted at what he's done. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they, they try to kind of like bring in, you know, that like what's happening is, is super brutal. Even though you don't necessarily, but yeah, if it was if it was more realistic looking, there would probably be some kind of backlash. Especially if it was, and if they released this game in the '90s, forget about it. Like that wouldn't have existed. You know? Yeah, but but to, but to that point, that one of the beauty, like one of the things that I love about this game too, is that it's so simplistic. Like it doesn't really. It, I, I, I don't want to say that it's not innovative because it totally is, but like it doesn't like it just proves that in order to make a really successful game, you don't need all of these things that I feel like a lot of the industry is focused on, right? Which is like mm-hmm. incredible graphics, incredible, you know, voice acting, which this game doesn't have at all. Crazy, crazy um, production value. Crazy production, amazing, you know, crazy art, artificial intelligence and cutscenes. It's just like. It's even this is the funny thing about the game's AI, right? It's like it couldn't be more simple. Like you get you get in you get in a certain proximity of an enemy and the enemy follows you or shoots you. It's like that's it. And, right. and it just it's just really interesting to show that like, you know, the these game these guys, this game could have basically been built on the NES. And yeah, obviously it wouldn't have, it wouldn't fly at that time given all the blood and the subject matter. <laughs> I, I, I doubt technology wise it could be done. I, I I think technology wise it could be done on the Super Nintendo. NES, eh, probably not. But yeah, I see what you're saying and you know, the, the programming is, is so simplistic, but it's so well done and how they yeah. you know, how they arranged everything that it doesn't necessarily feel that way. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it is like if you went and you just broke it down like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna break down what the the ai patterns are you, you well i've been doing that and you've and you've probably been doing that too because we both yeah, been... you do it you do it kind of subconsciously I'm, I'm not writing down okay if i do this i do this but you kind of you kind of learn you know what the behavior is based on what they do um mm-hmm. like if i if i open this door and they see me they're gonna come charging out now when they come in i can i can bash him over bash him with a door and then slit his throat and then you know hit the other guy with a knife you know um you can kind of you know figure out what you're going to do because you know what the enemies are going to do mm-hmm. but uh, yeah i i don't i don't know where i was going with that but, yeah. <laughs> um so i was going to talk about the story and so we put a couple of, of of bullet points into our outline but i realized that the story is actually fairly complex and i probably wouldn't do the greatest job of going into like the nitty-gritty details oh yeah and, so and i would all... do an even worse job yeah and you would absolutely do an even worse job so all i will say is that the game takes place in 1989 um in in miami as the title suggests um and it and because of that it has a really you know to, to again to move off of story i guess for a second it has an amazing aesthetic right um with mm-hmm. amazing music which we'll talk about in a little bit but the char- the game actually starts with this kind of you're controlling this unnamed character um who is actually completely unnamed and then basically the fans refer to him as jacket because he's wearing kind of a you know a letterman jacket um, and you you as you're, you take control of Jack and you're getting these kind of cryptic um, vo- calls and, and voicemails basically telling you to do different things and ultimately it ends with it, it goes to with you know you right. you know you getting these calls and them threatening you if you don't do these things so you're doing that you're going and killing you know these basically random people that you don't know right, um, right. And all, all it really means is go to this place and the one thing you have to do, is kill everybody there. 
Yeah, but yeah, and, and it's again, yeah, it's it's simplistic. But the, if you actually look into the story, it, it gets like fairly deep. Like there's like political things going oh, yeah, on yeah, between yeah, America yeah. and I'm Russia. I'm not trying to get on that. I'm just trying to say like that. That's what happens. There, yeah, there's no what... other like uh, subtext to you know the, those because those messages that come in they're kind of cryptic. Um, you know, they're they're not saying hey go here and kill this it'll be something along the lines of like uh deliver this pizza to this place which right, pretty much right, right. means uh go here and kill everybody right um yeah and so you know the game ultimately ends with you as as jacket i think getting kind of arrested or go, go, going to jail because you're you have become this person that's going and doing all these crazy kind of killings uh in miami um and yeah, I don't even know where I was going with that because I feel like there's no like there's no like really exciting finale um, that I can remember in the game. I, I, I don't I don't even remember the ending. Like, it's been so long since I played this game, and uh, I, I kind of wanted to play it again before we before we did this, but uh, there's just there just wasn't time. Uh, we run into time issues. We've already been behind on our episodes. We already know this. Uh, so so please everybody you know cut us some slack here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we're 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 trying. Um I'm trying to get back on schedule actually. We kinda got off schedule a bit. Um But yeah. I, yeah, yeah. And and so but yeah, it, I don't even know where 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 were we going with this? So let's back let's on track. Actually... Well, let's let's actually, you know, we we talked about the basic premise of the story. If you want to go deeper into the story, there's a lot of great reading. And more importantly, if you haven't played the game, just play the fucking game because it'll be awesome. And then you'll kind of grasp oh, the story. Oh, you should definitely play it. Um, there's no doubt about that. But um, the, the other actually thing that I wanted to talk about before uh, we got into a couple of other topics was around the masks, which we didn't mention at all when it comes to the gameplay. So the the mask uh, kind of system is pretty cool because um, obviously you know you're 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 this character and you're supposed to be disguising yourself right because you don't want to get caught. Um, and so you, as you play the game, you know you start with a single mask. As you play the the game, you unlock new masks. Um, that give you different abilities, right? So they may um, allow you to to move, to run faster. They may allow you to, um, you know, have punches that automatically kill people. Um, they may give you extra ammo, different weapons. You know, start you with a knife, for example. Uh, and so this, and, and they're also like they have like very funky looking art when you select them, right? At the at the beginning of each mission, you select them. And so, yeah, can I can I I want to I want to talk about this kind yes, of art please. style for a bit um, yeah. because the actual game art uh, itself, like when you're when you're playing the game, I think is, is is very cool. But I find the art of whenever they go close up on something, like if somebody you, you like talking, the characters, yeah, the cutscenes, the characters or those masks. Um, they they kind of make me feel physically ill. Yeah, they, they, they I I, yeah, I, I get what you mean. I actually love them, but I I get why they make you feel like that because they're they're also kind of weird. They're like these this really weird pixelated art, and the character is just like opening and closing his mouth right to like mimic yeah. him or her talking, and then they're kind of shifting left and right too, like they're like floating in space, and it just looks super fucking weird. Yeah, and I and I'm, I just find it like very upsetting to look at. And like, uh, yeah, like I kind of want to, it's hard for me to describe because I don't necessarily feel like vomiting, but I feel like, I don't know. I just kind of yeah, I, I, I just kind of get that feeling in my stomach when I watch some of these characters with the, the video clerk, uh, like the clerk at the video store. Beard. Or that, beard. That beard. Is that, is that beard? Uh, yeah, the, that's beard. I say, I say beardy. Okay. Well, well, beard uh, upsets me a lot, so I, I'm I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of him, uh, and and his look. So I, I actually so so, so I know that I, th- I think like they intentionally make the characters look like if you no, no one in the game except for maybe Beard actually I think looks okay. If you look at some of the some of the I- images of characters, they look like fucking. Their faces are scary. They're not like yeah, attractive. They're absolutely people. scary. <laughs> because they're, they're, they're absolutely they're disgusting scary. monster people. Yeah, they look like monster people. It's true. I'm, I'm actually looking on uh, you know Google Image Search right now, and I'm seeing some very uh, some very crazy looking uh, characters. But I will say this: I do think that the style, even though the characters are still very unattractive, I think that the style in Hotline Miami Two is a little bit better. 
and it makes me feel a little less um, uncomfortable. But I, I do see what you mean. They're definitely like these kind of jar- it's kind of this jarring, weird kind of uh, uh, unsettling maybe is the word character art. And I think that's oh, absolutely that very intentional. Yeah, it's either intentional or they're just like terribly bad artists. Like I can't, I don't know which one. <laughs> either way, it works. Like I. I just sent you a picture right now. I want you to take a look at that and, and just yeah. Oh, ga- I, I love ga- it. Gaze, gaze into his eyes. How yeah, do you, I guess, how do you, this, how this do you is like the guy it? that's supposed to be the movie director in uh, Hotline Miami. Oh, yeah, he just looks fucking. He just looks fucking insane. Absolutely yeah. insane. He's got like these like green eyes that are just fucking staring at you, and then his teeth. His teeth are basically little white boxes, right? Yeah, yeah, and. It, <laughs> And, and the words that that are accompanying this image is kill kids, strangle them, beat people's heads in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's basically fucking insane. Yeah, it's like, all right, okay. I don't know where they're going with that, but, you know, cool. Whatever. Um, yeah, so I, I totally agree with you there. I think I, I do think that the art um, – actually, I think it, it all works, but I do agree with you that, like, the art, um, the top-down – you know, pixel art when you're in during gameplay, I think is a lot stronger um, than the than the cutscene art. Um, yeah, but I mean, and don't of... get me wrong; it's not a it's not a bad looking game by any means. It's just you know, I have I have some of these issues, and it's just the way I feel about it. And it's just you're entitled me. to your own opinion, sir. Yeah, I am. You're damn right. <laughs> I am. So uh, you know, as we're talking about the art uh, and the aesthetic, one of the pieces that actually I think was also a big reason why this game was very successful is that the music is fucking incredible. Oh, like, it's absolutely amazing. This is it is amazing, right? So for this kind of game, if you were to play this game and it had you know some like old school eight bit sounding music, it just would not be the same. But instead. You're, you're listening to this kind of like electronic mix of like electronic house techno. I don't really know what to call it. Bunch of different interesting kind of smaller yeah, artists. Some kind of techno techno rave type. I, yeah, I'm, I'm not techno exactly rave. Sure. <laughs> what? That just sounds funny. Techno <laughs> rave type music. <laughs> yeah, that, that's all I can really say. Like, I, I feel like I should be taking drugs when listening to this music. Yeah, it don't. Um, it definitely it definitely makes you think you should be like you know dropping some acid and and. Uh, uh, and and playing some some hotline, which Miami. really yeah, this game is essentially one big acid trip. Like without, like if you are totally against doing drugs in your life, it, but you kind of want to know what it feels like, just like play this game. Just, Put just on play headphones and yeah. play this game. Uh, yeah. Maybe do it when you're really tired, so that you're kind of like hallucinating just a little bit. Um, <laughs> and I think that'll make things feel a lot better for you. Uh, so yeah, it's kind of like a drug simulator in a way. It actually is, and, and drugs actually do. I think in in Hotline Miami two play kind of a part of the story, um, but yeah, the the music is just amazing. Check out the soundtrack. But I think it's a big reason why the game works because it's like you're going in and killing these people, and the music's just jamming in the background. And it gets you just like super fucking hype, right? Uh, oh yeah, and, get amped up. You just get amped up, and you're just like, oh shit, I gotta tear everything up in my path. So I think that. Um, you know, I also wonder too for any developers, like how do they get the rights to these this music? Because before you would think that, hey, these are just two guys. They weren't. This was their first commercial title. Uh, mm-hmm. How did they get the fucking rights of this to to all of these tracks? And how did they even? I mean, for them to go and find all of these amazing tracks was even it would even be hard enough but then to get the rights i just i don't know i'm very yeah curious they, they used so many of the tracks you know and they were just these small indie developers so i wonder what kind of like deals they worked out with these you know i, I imagine these artists have record companies right and so they, yeah, they had they, you know they, they had to it, they had to work something out and maybe it was just like you know give some well i think they got picked up by or I, I have no idea yeah i've actually wondered how the music royalties work in games in general but i would assume that like I mean, royalties of every sale seems like a lot, right, for like a small indie group like this. But they did get picked up by Devolver Digital, right, which is kind of known to be an indie game publisher. They're based in in Austin, Texas. And so I assume that, you know, you know, they the the Denton guys had a playable concept and maybe had some other kind of, you know, not so great music. And Devolver, when they picked them up, said, hey, we're going to help you on this because we think this is an important part of the game. Um, now, just to be sure, this is entirely speculation on your part, right? Entire, oh, yeah, entirely oh, okay. So I just want to get that out there 
I'm always not talking about a fact. He's yeah, I'm not talking really about a fact. Speculating. This is, this is pure on speculation. What could possibly have happened because otherwise somebody's going to come on the page and they're going to say, "Hey, uh, you're completely wrong about that. Why are you? Why are you?" Well, nobody, these nobody knows. Lies? I mean, like, how, how is anybody going to find out? Or we would, we would I, read about dude, this. So I, I would know. assume. I'm just trying to cover your bases. I'm looking out for you. So. I appreciate that. Well, I would love for I would love for you know Denton Games to to comment. Or if there's somebody who's happened. in the industry, or you know that knows you know how this all works, you know, shoot us a line. And, yeah, shoot uh, us a line. Talk to us. Yeah, we'd love to love to talk about that and hear about that, and I'm sure other people would too because I think it's an interesting part of the whole uh, games industry that you know isn't really talked about, and that's what we want to get down to here. We want to we want to find out those things that we just don't know about and expose them. mm Hmm. I mean, it's not what we're about, but hey, we'd like to be. <laughs> it's a little bit. Uh, so that's going to be a, hopefully a topic for another episode because I think that would be a cool topic. Um, but but after, so Hotline Miami 1 was released, did extremely, extremely well. Um, I was just seeing somewhere that it sold, um, you know, 300,000 copies of the game, which, you know, may sound small compared to um you know compared to you know gta right but for an indie developer you know after a few months to sell that many copies is pretty incredible um and so you know as soon as the game was released and was reviewed really well you know people were already basically you know gunning uh asking denizen games you know when is hotline miami 2 gonna I come would out say clamoring clamoring yes i'm gonna use that word Hotline Miami too, yeah, and I think that even, like a, even I was, and I didn't think I. Oh would. yeah. Then it was announced, and I'm like, all right, yes, I am fully on board, because by the and time it, I finished Hotline Miami one, I was ready to go. Yeah, ready to go. And you, do you remember when Hotline Miami two was actually announced? They had this trailer, which was very controversial. Do you remember this? Oh, I vaguely remember. But they uh, the, in, in the trailer they showed like a character basically like forcing himself or like having sex oh, with a woman, which yeah. happens. Remember at the beginning of hotline Miami too. spoilers. Um, but uh, oh, yeah, there was a right. lot of controversy. I was, just, about I, was, this. I was just playing that. Cause I, I right, right, right before we were doing this, I played the first episode and yeah. I was like, Oh, that's, that's pretty racy. That, yeah. That, that, that's just, happening. He just beat the fuck out of that woman and then just mounted her. All right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's true. I forget. You actually, he, as the character, you actually beat the hell out of her and then you mount her, which is totally fucking crazy. Um, but, but, I mean, there was actually a decent amount of, like, controversy over this. And they even, then when they released the game, you know, when the first time that you start the game, there's an option to um, skip these kind of racy, racy scenes. Um, that it kind of allude to sexual violence, which can... Yes obviously upset people yes yes um but regardless of that you know i think that the that the that denizen games had kind of intended to release you know the game a lot sooner but they spent you know quite a bit of time even though the formula in many ways is very much the same but they ended up releasing the game in 2015 um hotline miami 2 and I was like fucking pumped about this game. I remember that when the day that it was released, you know, I I down, I, I bought it um, on PS4, which is crossplay on a Vita, and yeah, you were you were like, super psyched, yeah. I was super pumped, and right away I was like, holy shit, this game is. The, first of all, like I was like, there's no way that the music is going to be better, and I think that they were able to somehow top the music. Um, I, I I say that you disagree that, with that. I, I say that's arguable. Um, it is I'm arguable. Not, yes. I'm not. I'm Very not. Gonna, I'm not going to say you're wrong. I, I just there's so many songs that are on the first game soundtrack that just like like I can play that soundtrack and it'll kind of like put me back in that mode and just get me like super pumped. And I just don't. I don't feel that same way about Hotline Miami Two. But then again, um, looking at my progress um, on Hotline Miami Two in terms of like trophies, I'm at like four percent. So um, I don't get is are you sure you finished the game cuz how can you be at 4% to finish I, the now, game Now see maybe I'm 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 thinking maybe like my, my progress didn't carry over or it wasn't saved or something but thing is I went back in the game and all my I was able to start any of the levels as if right, you know I, right. I had played the whole game so mm-hmm. I don't know why that is but I'm at 4% and that's what it is <laughs> somehow I beat the game Speaking of which, yes, you have got to replay the game and 
oh man getting the getting the platinum in these games is so fun but 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 we'll talk about that offline but so one of the things that was really interesting about hotline miami 2 was that in in contrast to the first game where you're playing um you know you're playing as jacket and that even you know later in hotline miami 1 you can play as a biker too in hotline miami 2 you're basically playing a cast of characters and i think there's I don't know, seven or eight people that you can that you can play yeah, with, right? And I think that that kind of weirded me out because I was, I was yeah, just yeah, it like was different one guy, and yeah, yeah. then the game starts and you you know it starts off as being kind of like you know a little, a little bit of spoiler alert. It was like a they're they're recreating like a like they're making like a movie a movie around like the the, like around around the game around the first game was it yeah exactly right and so that whole like rape scene or whatever was just you know it was it was all just a scene yeah it was just a scene spoilers spoilers (laughs) it was first level whatever yeah Uh, we're not going to shy away from spoilers um and you know i'm not going to talk too much about the plot line uh, but then it, I think if I'm not mistaken, you instantly kind of switch characters after that. Yeah, you, and you so, instantly switch characters. Yeah, exactly. which was way different than the first game. Like you didn't switch characters that often, um, and and they had different play styles. Like I think um, the first mask you can put on in Hotline Miami Two is the zebra mask, and it gives you like a featured role, which you were never able to do in the first game. Oh yeah, yeah. You it's it's like some of these have these different gameplay mechanics. Yeah, uh, that, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I actually think that's uh, that's actually one of the mechanics I didn't really like. Like it works the rolling and dodging, but it's so hard to actually pull off. Yeah, uh, when you when you're getting shot shot at, that it doesn't really work. But yeah, I, I think it was jarring. Um, you know, given that you were primarily playing one or two characters for a long amount of time in the original Hotline Miami, to like instantly switching to a different character. Um, but what I think that enabled them to do is like there's a lot of different play styles, right? And then once you get into later parts in the game, you could actually select out of you know different characters for a particular mission, and then that can might completely you know change the way that you play that 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 level. Um, so you have like cool characters like Alex and Ash, which are two characters that you could actually you know you're only controlling one, but the other one follows you, right? And your one has a chainsaw. Which you know you use R one if you're so on PS four controller. I, I never really used them all that much. Like, how does that? How does Are that? Are you serious, dude? They're they're so fun. I mean, I, think about it. There was yeah, no chainsaw in the first so, game. So I'm gonna be honest. Like, I I didn't get as into this game as you did. Um, oh, obviously yeah. because maybe maybe I should. Maybe I need to start and maybe I'll get into it and it'll it'll, it'll yes yeah, so after it'll, after we finish this podcast. Coming. Yeah, after we finish this podcast just so. like run through the game just just spend your whole evening on it i don't care what other plans you have oh, um just 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 do it but yeah alex and ash basically you have one character that you control um and and when you press r1 you know again i'm talking in ps4 speak um but when you press r1 you know that's your chainsaw attack and the other character um follows you and has a gun uh and then okay. you can tap l1 and and that character can, fires the gun can one of them die and then you continue as the other one or is it if one dies that you you're, you're the only one that can die is alex i believe which is the the chainsaw which is the character you control the other one cannot die so as soon as you get okay. shot then you're you're basically done and you have to start over um but i, I just like that they that they you know and there's also another character that has like dual smgs and you can press l1 and r1 and he'll and like he'll like spread his arms out like a badass right so like they just added a lot of really okay, cool, cool yeah they, they added a lot of cool kind of simple like um i guess call it like modifications to to the gameplay Wasn't one guy kind of uh it was kind of like a melee only type of thing going on or yeah, there's, am there's, I imagining that? No, no, that's that's right. There's there's one there's one of characters in the in the fans um, who is also melee only, and then there's also one guy who is like a journalist, um, Evan, who is kind of trying to write a story about the Miami mutilator and mutilator and what happened, and so he can only do melee and actually not kill people. So when you like, you know, bash somebody with a baseball bat, the character doesn't die. Um, it just kind of, you know, they're just kind of wounded on the ground. Um, and then, and then you can kind of pick up weapons and he'll detach them. He'll break the weapons down. Um, but you can, then if you want to kind of go past kind of what he's originally intended to do, you can like, you can beat the shit out of somebody and then he'll like rip off his shirt and go into berserk mode. So they just made a lot of like really cool, small changes like this that I think add a lot to the gameplay. And they, it also makes it, I imagine that just, you know, gives a little bit of variety, you know, yeah, definitely. Even in the first game, it can be a little bit. I know there's 
new weapons and things like that, but everything can kind of get a little bit samey yeah. uh, in terms of gameplay. And I think they were trying to just you know mix up some of the mechanics so you could play the game in a bit of a different way. Um, you could you can very much just play most of it in the same way that you played the first one, but you, they gave you. Uh, I, th- I think it helps for replayability that you can yeah, play through as, as all these different other characters. So, yeah, for cool. sure. Um, yeah, and so I, th- that's what I really liked about it, right? And then, and then, um, you know, they also one of the things that I that was I think good about the first game, but they expanded upon, which you know I love, are combos because I love yeah. combos. So I was going to bring uh, up the combo system, and so so you know me, like I I hate combos. Yeah, like, I know you do. <laughs> Like I really just like so, it, this that that's why I think I couldn't I couldn't platinum this game is because it's so I think some of your point totals are totally dependent on combos and like you and combos go together like white on rice like, like like peanut butter and pretzel combos peanut butter and butter and pretzel combos that is not what I was expecting you to say well see what I was going for is. You know those the snack food, the combos where it's the pretzels and it has like that stuffed. Oh, dude, combos inside. were so good. Oh, dude, pepperoni pizzeria combos, oh, amazing. The, all, so, all that junk food, God, when we were growing up, was so good. Yeah, and so you and combos go together, just like those flavors of combos go together. Um, that well they done. To put together, yeah, really tying that together. Um, and for me, not so much. Mine would be like uh, fish, and um, hmm, fish and cake combos. <laughs> if we were, if we were to fish make like a cake. yeah, if we were to make a flavor of combos, that would be me and like for me and combo systems, it would be uh, yeah, fish and cake. This does not go well together. <laughs> it you does not go it. well together at all. No, you don't want um, fish and cake. Like not in the same plate, not at all. But- but I think that one of the cool things about this game... So first off, I think like there are a couple of trophies around the combo system, but they're not they're not that difficult to do at times. I don't know. I think that the combo system is very fair, and it's basically just you know, so the what, time. What, 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 like, how, how do you do the combos in this game? Like, I still don't really understand it. So, so basically, you it's just, it's just a time-based, right? So if you kill okay. an enemy... You then there would then be a multiplier that appears in the top right of the screen, and you basically mm-hmm. have whatever I don't know what it is one or two seconds to kill the next enemy, and so you just have to keep continuing that. And then you, if you're trying to go for high combos, you basically want to put yourself in situations where you know a bunch of enemies are rushing me, or I'm I'm going down a particular path in the level where I'm you know hitting the enemies in a certain way, so that then when I go on the next floor, my combo continues. So there, mm-hmm. so that's that's what's also fun about this game. If you are a combo nut, you know there's levels where you can continue the combo from the very beginning all the way to the end. See, um, even what, though you're the, most things screens. you just said right now, like really upsets me. Like, I how does that upset you? Uh, like, I gotta finish a level the way that like I can continue yeah, but you my don't, combo you, on the next floor. It's like, but oh, that's, that's just for fun. Sounds... You don't need to do that for any trophies. There is a combo god trophy, which is like. You know, right. get a ten and fifteen combo, but I do uh, have because I'm a that, nerd. That sounds terrible. I I don't I, think I'll ever get that one, Dave. I'm just gonna show you next time that we're hanging out. I'm gonna show you how easy. That I think you think it's a lot harder than it really is. Like you can get to like a seven or eight combo like that. I guarantee you can. Mm-hmm. And I actually did. You know, I, there was one level that I loved so much, which was so fun that I was able to get a full 33x combo, which basically means I just took it straight from the beginning to the end. And, and it's on YouTube, and it's fucking awesome. And if you don't enjoy okay. it, then we're... Look, we're no I'll, in, I'll, I'll, I'll enjoy watching <laughs> it, okay? Like, I, I look, much respect. I, it's just, that's, like, too intense for me, like, to do that. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I, I can't... I don't like having to go through something to be, like, flawless, like I, I'm a very flawed person. I make a lot of mistakes. <laughs> I need to be able to make those mistakes. And when the combos are involved, you can't make those mistakes. And then I feel bad about myself. And then I don't. Then I don't. But, you, play but, but look, you don't. You don't need. You don't need to. I mean, I, I don't think you need uh, an insane combo system to platinum the game. I think a lot of it is just like playing the game in 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 a variety of ways. I, know that, that, I mean, that's I one know. thing I like about this game. It's not. It's not. Com- 
it, you don't need to be able to do a whole bunch of combos in order to complete it or, or to even do well. And right, the combos aren't a reward. Right? Um, it's just if you like doing combos, great. See, I, see, I'm on board with that, and that's why I'm fine with this game. But if it was like uh, Ollie Ollie or something like that, like uh, I'm not on board at all. Yeah, I yeah, oh, yeah. I guess Ali Ali is all about is all about high scores, right? Whereas this all is all high just scores and combos. And I'm, no, just no, not doing it. Sorry. Yeah, but see, this is what I love about. I'm just looking at the Hotline Miami, the original games trophies, and some of these are just great. Obviously, there's like the combo perform a 10x combo, not as hard as you think. Or here's one: playing a pool, hit an enemy with a weapon, one. bounce against a wall, uh, throw a weapon at an enemy so that his weapon hits another. Uh, die a thousand times, which is absolutely going to happen in this game. Um, get an A plus yeah, on any chapter. Good. There's just there's just like really good. There's like it's it's not like I don't know. It's not crazy. Dog lover, kill ninety nine dogs, yeah. two hundred, d- destroy two hundred glass panels. It's just like fun kind of quirky. These are the kind of trophies. Is, is one of the trophies get an A plus on every single level? Do you have to do it? No, it one of the trophies is get get an A plus on any chapter. I know you have any, it. You do that. Use all guns yeah. at least once. I just got an A minus. Oh, there, oh sorry. There, Oh, there is get A plus on all chapters. My bad. That's a gold oh, trophy. Shit. Um, yeah, okay, so maybe you're not gonna get a platinum. Yeah, probably. But uh, but uh, it, it's 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 fun to think about. I would love to see you do it. Um, nor do I. Nor do I really care to because it doesn't really do anything for you. So I never really understood like the trophy system, and getting platinums, and like the obsession with it. Like you don't actually get anything, right? Yeah, like, you don't get anything. I think people. I think this whole uh, the whole notion of achievements was really about people liking kind of flair and liking to you know like thinking they were a badass and so people would like to go like to go and just get it just to say they have it right um sure. or just kind of show something on their profile right like oh i have this number of platinums but yeah and, and that's that's kind of the, the 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 flawed concept and i think if they were to give you something like let's say they were to give you bonus content that it would be so it would be like you know what percentage of the audience would get that content would be very limited yeah, it would. It would just be like really cool if they gave you like uh PSN points or something, you know. Or, or you mean like cash to use on the store? Yeah. Yeah, that that'd be fucking awesome, but you know that's not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, I think they flirted with the idea. That would of be it trophy hunting all day, dude. I'd be huh? I'd be fucking I'd be trying to platinum oh, everything. Saying, it, it probably wouldn't be much, man. Like not 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 a lot, but you know, just just enough to like if that gave me a dollar, I would like try to be. I'd be like trying. I'd I'd, I'd shut off this podcast right now and I'd try to go platinum oh, again for that. Oh, just for a dollar, man. The things I mean, you, a, okay, a couple you would do for <laughs> things you would do for a dollar. Damn. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think uh, I think that that's actually a cool idea, though. I highly doubt. Uh, I, I I you know I don't see Sony doing that because they got they got to make that money. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, I think mean, if, it, if it helps keep keep your keep your people engaged. And uh, gives That's reason true. to you know play through a game and you know to get somebody you know who may not have completed a game to completion or to that level of completion to do it uh, and to share their progress and all that you know it, there I think there'd be value in it from Sony's perspective like you said there's not a lot of people who do it right now as it is um, so what's what's the harm in like testing the waters and seeing what it does for you? That's true. Maybe maybe you should uh, maybe you should apply for a job at PlayStation, and that can be you know one of the ideas you you come in with. All right. So if anybody's listening to this podcast that works at Sony, um, don't you want me on your corporate team? Um, I do a great <laughs> job. Um, yeah, I got employee of the month last month. Uh, people seem to like me. Um, so yeah, let's let's people get this do going. Like you, Dave. Yeah, you're a popular I'm a, guy. I'm a pretty nice guy. Uh, people seem to say hey. That Dave, he's a he's a stand up dude. Um, let's hang out with him. Let's, <laughs> hey Dave, let's do some karaoke. Like, yeah, it would be fun. Um, and that's you know that's me in a nutshell. So, uh, so anyway, um, going forward on this, I don't even know where to go with this now or where to go with that. I have no you idea. Know, what, you, what, you know where we're, we're going? About. We're going so sequel. Yes. So obviously. I would love to see a, a sequel to Hotline Miami, Hotline Miami right, Two, because it's uh, one of your favorite series. It's one of my ever. favorite games. I've gotten the platinum on both games. Of course, I would lo- absolutely love it. However, I think it's extremely unlikely, um, just based on some comments from Denton Games. So, one of the things that we didn't mention, Dave, that um, I have intended to 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 
test out, but I've yet to do so, mm-hmm. um, is that Hotline, uh, the Denison Games, a year after the release of Hotline Miami 2, um, they released a love letter, uh, which I think is, I believe is only for the Steam or the PC version of the game. But what's cool about the love letter is it allows people to create, you know, single levels, but also campaigns. And they gave the they gave folks um, the tools to basically build cutscenes. Um, and so, what they basically cool. said as they released it was, "Hey, our love letter's finally done. Go build Hotline Miami three. And so, I just <clears throat> based on what they've said and other things they said, I think that they're kind of done with this series. And if this, if the, if you know, if the if there are people that want it want it to continue, then it's up to the community. That's how. Right. That's like kind of how I take it. But of and, course, and, I'd love and that's to see how, that's, if, that's if people wanted to continue, you know, Hotline Miami as Hotline Miami is currently. Like, what I would love to see is kind of a like a, a spiritual successor, like something that kind of uh, takes what Hotline Miami was and just kind of like elevates it to the next level. Um, you know, maybe does it in kind of an enhanced art style with, you know, better graphics and, you know, maybe, maybe do it in 3d. Um, I don't know if you think that would take something away from it or not. Um, but like I said, make it like a spiritual successor, something that's not a, a direct comparison to this game, but something that's just kind of, uh, you know, spiritually in the same make and mold and kind of just take it to that, to that next level. Um, yeah, I'm actually very surprised. I was just thinking about this that no one has actually. <clears throat> well, I, I shouldn't say no one because there has been um, a couple of folks trying to make uh, spoofs, but there hasn't really been a a, a spiritual successor, or even like a pretty ripoff. I think there's been one, but you really haven't seen anyone make a game like this. So maybe Dave, just maybe, um, you know, you and I, we are budding um, budding programmers and game makers. You know, maybe this is what we build. Maybe it is. We 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 we've talked about this. We've talked about you know what kind of game do we want to make if we were to make a game, and you know we thought about it, and it, it's not out of the realm of possibility that we do something. Um, and you know, obviously we're not we don't have the time to make something super complicated, but we do have you know time to make something good uh something that we'd be passionate about and we've talked about you know okay spiritual successor to spelunky um because yeah. because we haven't seen anything you know like that since that would you know, be so fucking hard to build though dude the yeah. generate generation i mean it would be so fucking hard you're you're, you're, you're not wrong but you and, know and, and i know we're gonna do we're gonna do an episode hopefully soon on game maker but one of the things that i think you and i and especially me right because i have had no programming experience and you're you know you've taught you've self-taught yourself some some things um but programming is fucking hard. i mean game development is hard dude like we we as players take this shit for granted um and even you know and now as i've you know because i i've tried to learn game make a little bit playing hotline miami even i think now now i start to think about okay how would i actually get you know what's happening on screen how would i actually build that and i can't always figure it out and it's really fucking hard so it just makes me realize that like shit man we take this for granted and you know when we complain about bugs or other things in games like this is really hard work yeah i i, um, I would really challenge anybody who's like super hypercritical of game programmers like and me? game developers <laughs> Uh, yes. Yeah. Do you know, give, so give it a, to, right. So to give it a try yourself and, you know, really see, uh, like how, how difficult it actually is and how, how complicated and how something so small, um, that seemingly small can be kind of difficult to program and to, and to get right and to feel right. I mean, there is, it's certainly an art to it. And, um, you know, I'm hoping it's an art I can kind of learn, uh, and build on, but, um, yeah. So, but thing is, like, yeah, like I said, people take it for granted, and I, you know, I definitely don't. So, yeah, I, I, uh, it's just something I've, I've, you know, been thinking about as, as, uh, you think about sequels and people building new games, and <clears throat> it's very easy for us as, as players to kind of shit on something or try to figure out, hey, why is this taking so many, so long? Um, and, you know, especially look at the, look at Holland Miami, right? It's made by two guys. Uh, it's and it's not easy. So uh, yeah, so I I would love to see Denison Games do a a proper sequel. Um, but you know I'm I'm very even even if they don't, I'm very curious to see what they're gonna do next. Right? Are they gonna do something that's 
you know, in the same vein, that's kind of brutal over the top gameplay, or you know, are they going to do something completely different? So, um, yeah, I, I think where where they where they go because they're obviously they have talent um, and they have drive to you know kind of do something that's completely kind of out of the box, and so I like to see where they where they take it next, even if it's completely surprising. Yeah, and until then, uh, I'm going to be you know I, I just was replaying the shit out of Hotline Miami two for this episode. And I'm going to be playing the uh, you know the community maps now that the level editor was released. I hear that there's some some really great ones there. So hey, maybe somebody's made already made a a compelling you know story driven campaign, uh, yeah. and that's worth playing. And so I'm I'm excited to check that out. And so what uh, you're going to do is you're going to check those out, and you're going to find out what's good, and then you're going to tell me because yes, I'm not going to tell you. But then but then what if will that compel you to buy? Because I've already bought the game. Um, you know, once now I have to basically rebuy the game to get it on PC to get the level editor. Would you yeah. rebuy the game? You probably wouldn't. Uh, it's it's possible. It's not out okay. of the realm of possibility for this. Uh, you know, I can be swayed. Uh, with uh, a proper yes, argument. You can. Yes, you can. So I'm 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 gonna um, I'm gonna make a purchase right after this, and oh. I hope it's gonna be awesome. And then if it is, I will share that with you. And then who knows? Maybe you'll buy it too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so brah, I think that that, uh, covers it for today's show. You know, I was kind of worried. I was like, oh, do we really have enough to talk about? And here we are 50 minutes later, um, Ooh. chatting about hotline yeah. Miami, an amazing series, uh, highly suggest if anyone has not played the game, you know, they're very, very cheap, um, now, especially, um, and they're definitely worth playing. I think you can get both on Steam now, for twenty can, bucks. Can can you purchase it on Amazon? That that's one thing I have to know. Oh, that's right. Uh, you you can purchase it on Amazon. I don't believe that there was a physical release. You know what's so funny? As you said that, I was typing Amazon and I typed Amazon. I was like Amazon.com. <laughs> Amazon.com does take you to Amazon, right? They bought. They're they're smart enough to buy the domain so they they can redirect uh, for folks like me. For they they, they accommodated for misspelling or amazon prime nah um but yeah so i so yes it is on amazon um i believe as a digital download yeah fantastic uh, okay and yeah the soundtrack's there too uh yeah pretty, nothing else uh, even if you don't like the game pick up that soundtrack because yeah the soundtrack it, it, awesome. it, it will amp you up yeah uh, and there's also a couple of good good uh playlists on spotify so yeah check that shit That's out yeah, I, I, I have that linked on spotify for sure um, and I think that covers it to, for today, Dave. Uh, I will now let you do the outro, which we don't have written, but do you memorize it? So thank you so much for listening. And if you like what you heard, please um, yeah, uh, subscribe to <laughs> us on iTunes. Subscribe to us on iTunes. And you can follow us on Twitter at BreakingBoard83 or on Facebook at BreakingBoard. So until next time, this has been Breaking Board.